0: Greetings and salutations everybody. Welcome to the Greatest Philosophy Podcast channel on the planet Earth, The Ion Show. I'm coming to you from right here on my Spotify channel. I am, of course, Ion Sticky, and it is my awesome honor privilege, as it is every day, to, to talk to you about all sorts of philosophy and theories. It is Wednesday, and today I'm going to be talking about how my grade 12 philosophy class allowed me to change the way I view the world and my own life. Now, with that out of the way, let us dive into how I was like before I took philosophy class. Ah uh, yes, these were the days before I knew any deep understanding of what metaphysics, ethics, and the philosophy of science really were. I was a regular high school student. I worked hard to get high marks and stay out of trouble because I was taught it was the right thing to do. My life basically revolved around what I was taught as a kid and never really thought of the whys to everything we do or think. When it came time to choose my grade 12 courses, I had the de- I had the decision of choosing between religion and philosophy. For some reason, maybe because I thought philosophy would be cool and different from other religion classes, I decided to to take philosophy. Little did I know that this would be a big step for me in finding out who I am as a person and the circuits the universe had in store for me. Initially, philosophy class seemed pretty boring to me because the first unit didn't really teach me anything new. But later I realized that the first unit was establishing the foundation of philosophy which will later benefit me further in understanding the future concepts such as metaphysics. In metaphysics, I was aware of the terminology that was being introduced, but never knew that there was much more to them than meets the eye. For example, the idea of existence and consciousness brought up an idea that I never really thought about before. In the theory of ontology, German professor Jacob Lohard comes up with ideas of whether the mind creates what we know exists. When going into further detail, I seem to agree with the ontological idealism that suggests that the immaterial world is more real than the material things, as reality is constructed by the mind of the observer. I agree with this theory and have brought it into my own life, as I have noticed that nothing is necessarily good or bad, it is only what our mind makes, makes of it, and it is later revealed the meaning behind each material. Another metaphysical idea I learned a lot from was religion and spirituality. I haven't really known if there was a god or not, but after reading the theory of deism proposed by philosopher Edward Herbert, I'm starting to think there may be one. In deism, there is a belief in the existence of a supreme being, specifically of a creator who does not intervene in the universe. This makes, this makes sense to me, as it would explain how we were created, as it confused me initially and how uh, how everything came from nothing. So I carry this belief with me, which some may call delusion, but I call possible truth that I am willing to believe in. Another metaphysical concept that I carry with me is the idea of space and time. Albert Einstein came up with the principle of relativity. Although it goes into how gravity is not singular and it varies relative to each person, I seem to have connected this with my own philosophy. This is because I, uh, I have now understood that the views each person shares do not have to be the same and that there is no right or wrong answer in one's views. This is because everyone is different and our own beliefs are all relative to each other and this is completely alright because everyone has experienced d- different things and to them something may be right and to us something may also be right but there is no singular line that says who is right or wrong. The final metaphysical idea that um, I carry heavily in my own personal philosophy is the idea of free will. Philosopher Aristotle came up with the theory of fatalism. People believe that they have fate and cannot go against their own destiny. But this is an idea that I have grown to know after looking into myself, and I personally do not believe with this theory. This is because growing up, I've been taught that fate is in our own hands, and that we have free will. For example, in one of my favorite shows I used to watch growing up as a kid, Naruto, he would always be giving speeches about destiny. His speech totally impacted my perceptions of free will and fate, and I also believed it is in our, uh, that fate is in our own hands. Right now, I'll be playing a clip of of one of his speeches for the record i failed the graduation exam three times because there was this one jutsu that was always on the exam and it tripped me up every time it was the one jutsu that i just couldn't master Were pathetic. That's right. I flunked the Shadow Clone Jutsu every time. So don't come whining to me with this destiny stuff and stop trying to tell me you can't change what you are. Moving on to the next part of my personal philosophy, the ethics portion. Now, ethics was the most interesting unit for me uh, during class. This is because it taught me the reason of my actions when I'm interacting with one another and how to be more ethical as a person. For example, consequentialism, this theory uh, dives into why people should judge their actions based on the possible consequences, consequences and repercussions. Elizabeth Anscombe is a major supporter in this theory. I agree and relate to this theory as one of the main reasons why people get into trouble is because they don't think before they do. One should be aware of their surroundings and plan things out as a final result. For example, if I have a test coming up, um, I should be aware of if I study, um, the likelihood of me getting a good mark is better rather than I keep everything last minute and the chances of me getting a bad mark is very high. So I should be aware of my actions and its consequences as a result. Another theory that has heavily influenced my f- personal philosophy is the ethical theory of deontology, where it brings up the idea that maybe there are some things that are always right and always wrong. Like Immanuel Kant, I used to support this theory, but after looking back and thinking about it again and reflecting, I do not agree with this theory anymore and I believe the opposite. This is because the world is based on circumstances, the very reason we are alive. Is that the circumstances that led us to this point that, that allowed us to be born i realized that there is no one thing that is not allowed no matter what because there can there can always be reasons for each action this teaches me that i should not judge someone simply by uh, someone's actions but i should also look at the reasoning as well Final ethical theory is the social contract theory. This theory is supported by a philosopher Thomas Hobbes who believes in the idea that there is a moral political obligation that although are unwritten are prevalent within society and how we interact with each other. Now although I do not believe in the political aspect of it, I overall do agree with this theory as I've seen that these unspoken rules are necessary for living in a living for living in a thriving society. This is because society works best when there are many people that are on the same page. If everyone can set specific values on how to interact with one another and within the community, it streamlines everything. I would like to be a part of this community and help everyone live a better and easy life within society, as a well-oiled machine. Now I remember. In grade 12, the last unit was the most influential in my own personal philosophy. Uh, this is because the last unit was a big eye-opener for me. It is here where I started questioning what I knew up to this point. For example, I remember my father telling me in 2008 around, around uh, right 5 or 6, that uh, you know, Pluto, there are 9 planets and Pluto is the ninth. Um, But in 2006, a group of scientists, including Neil deGrasse Tyson, came up with the theory, uh, came up with the idea that Pluto is not um, a planet, rather it's a dwarf planet. And they came up with this new information because their whole technology changed, the satellites improved, the telescopes improved, and we're able to get more exact measurements. Now, this idea that... The information that we know right now, which is heavily supported, can be disproven later on and further information can be given is very humbling for me. And I believe that we should go with the idea of knowledge in a more humble point of view, as we never know what is right or wrong. Someone can be wrong today and they can be wrong, or I mean they can be right in the future later on. The last concept that I've gotten from my philosophy class that has influenced my own personal philosophy is the demarcation problem. In this view, philosopher Karl Popper brings up the question of what line separates science and non-science, and he later concludes that there is no universal line between what, it, what we perceive as science and no science. I can relate to this to my own philosophy, as it teaches me that I should not believe that one form of information is superior to the other and there is nothing to say that the two types of information are the same or that are different because there is no universal line. Uh, now this ha- now this idea that I have now has changed heavily since I was a kid because I used to think that science is the, is the true information and all other information such as spirituality is false or not heavily trusted but after reading this theory I come to the understanding that There is no singular alliance, so who are we to say what is science and what is not? My final philosophy that I have incorporated into my personal philosophy is something that I have not learned in class, and maybe outside uh, information has influenced it, but this philosophy has come to me naturally. This philosophy is to live every day as if it were your last. I can relate to this because during my time in the pandemic, I realized that there were so many uh, days where I could easily go outside and hang out with my friends, but decided to stay home and just do nothing. So knowing that any day can be my last, I will want to spend it to the fullest and have no regrets in the future, as for example many of us are, as we always stay home, and now we're forced to stay home, and now we're regretting the blessing that we had before. Okay, viewers. Now I'm getting a lot of questions from the live chat, so let me answer them before I conclude the podcast. Anonymous has sent a question: How do you know that free will exists, and that it is not simply something your mind has created as an illusion? Wow. Well, that's a great question, Anonymous. Uh, to be honest, I can't really prove whether free will exists or not, but I have come to the conclusion that the best way to live life is to live as if you have act- as if your actions are under your control. And although I cannot prove whether whether each one is right, um, I believe thinking that free will exist is the best way to go. Okay, our next question is from GeekyGator, and he asks, If you believe in consequentialism, does that mean you have to always think before you act? Isn't that very annoying and time-consuming? I see where you're coming from, GeekyGator. And no, I believe that one should check for the repercussions for big actions such as talking to your teacher or your boss or when you're at work. But I do not think you should think about about the consequences of small things such as choosing when to clean your room, for example. My final question comes from Wakanda Forever, and they ask, how can the mind create reality? Great question Wakanda Forever, well for starters, I believe that what is the point of having matter when there is nothing for it to be observed? This would mean it has no purpose. But when observed, the object uh, finally has a purpose and thus creates a reason for its existence. This is why I think the mind creates many parts of reality as without it, there is no purpose of having physical material. thank you to all my listeners who decided to tune in today uh, to my podcast. I hope you all got the chance to learn something new about me and my personal philosophy. Until next time, bye-bye.